there yet for sure. I met Peyton Manning's in royalty there, but like, you know, that was some of his comps. And one of the things I would say about Trevor Lawrence is, uh, you know, he's really coming on. I meant though, he's really, he's really playing well. Uh, I mean, he's spreading the ball around. I mean, you know, uh, another thing just to think about Evan Ingram, you know, the giants kind of gave up on him. You know, and I mean, he had yeah, that's a huge one. That's a big a, point there. He had yeah. it like his his most receiving yards, or his I guess a career high in receiving yards last night in the same stadium that he played in for four years. You know, um, so I think that's kind of a cool statistic there. He had like over a hundred yards receiving, and you're right, like he just never got it rolling with the New York Giants, but with the Jags and Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, everything is clicking right now. Right, right. Like, uh, you know, one of the stats that we put up last night, he had over the last three games, he's got like over, I think it's uh, 300 plus yards over the last three games. He signed a one-year deal in the offseason. And, uh, you know, he said he last week that he really wanted to come back. So, you know, possibly looking at extension there if uh, so he doesn't hit free agency. Uh, yep. You know, I would think that that's a really good spot for him. And the Jaguars like did great in free agency. Like they signed, they went and signed Zay Jones. Zay Jones mm-hmm. has really been great. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so I think uh, when you look at that, it is uh, a lot of good, a lot of good things there. Uh, what were real? What the Jaguars have done? They went and got Christian Kirk. Went and got, uh, you you know, as we talked about Evan Ingram. I mean, you know, they're they're pretty solid. They, I mean, Trent Baalke's done a good job there. You know, and I saw this thing on the broadcast last night saying that the Jaguars are the only team in the NFL right now to have a trio of receivers who have caught at least 60 passes for at least 600 yards. And you got, I think, Zay Jones. You've got Christian Kirk. And I don't know if they counted Evan Ingram in that or not. I guess I it was so. Evan Ingram. But, I mean, it's just proving what they've done in free agency. Um, and he got, you know, a healthy at the moment, Travis Etienne. He did go out of the game. It looked like he had some kind of shoulder stinger. Uh, but he came back in the game a few plays later. I think he had a total of, like, 19 or 20 carries. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it just – and that's a pretty stout Jets defense, to be honest. They went from, like, last in the league last year to fourth overall this year and total defense, and, uh, man, their offense just ain't clicking. Let's talk about the fact that Zach Wilson was practically booed on every single snap by his home crowd in his home stadium for every incomplete pass. I've The only time I've ever heard anywhere close to that amount of boos was with the Broncos this year. Right. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, and you know, we all know Brett Favre is a legend in Green Bay, but Darrell Revis said last night that, you know, when Brett Favre was struggling with the Jets, mm-hmm. like the home crowd booed him, right? And after that, he never could gain the trust of that crowd again or the trust of that, you know, and you know how great Brett Favre is, right? The trust of, of that locker room. So, uh, one of the things is how hard it will be for Zach Wilson to regain their trust. Like, you replaced Zach Wilson with a four-string quarterback. Yeah. Like, who got more total yards than Zach Wilson had all game in, like, exactly, one drive. Exactly. Oh. Evan Ingram had more yards than Zach Wilson passing, catching. He yeah. Got more, yeah, so – yeah. Hey, so, Boats, thank you so much for joining the stream. Sorry to interrupt you there, NFL Rumors. Oh, uh, no Boats worries, says, no worries. Hope all is well. All is well, my friend. Thank you so much for joining. He is a longtime member of my Discord server and uh, um, a supporter of my videos and the live streams. So, happy holidays, my man. We're just talking about the Jets and Jaguars. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah welcome, welcome. Yeah, so look, looking at that with uh, Zach Wilson, it's going to be very hard to come back and listen. The Jaguars was the 26th ranked defense coming in. So this was an wow. opportunity that he could have 
you know, he, he should have actually done more than he did, right? And, uh, you know, Corey Davis was there, uh, Garrett Wilson. I mean, he, there's two solid targets that he has, right? And, and Elijah Moore, who's not even really being targeted at all. See? Yeah, Elijah Moore, like, it would not surprise me if Elijah Moore is, yeah, like, asked for a trade. You know what I mean? At, at the end of the at the end of this, well, he, because he did request a trade, didn't he? But I mean, he's only mm-hmm. a second year player, and they weren't going to approve that. He requested right. a trade earlier this year, and they're like, "Yeah, but you're not going anywhere." But right. I think it, that was him just showing his frustration. Yeah, and it keeps on getting worse for him, you know. And yeah. uh, you know, I I mean, eventually, I mean, they're going to have to either get a quarterback in there and have somebody that could throw him the ball or or something like that. So Mike Quiet has been really, really good for the Jets. He's somebody that they can look to. But I, I just got that feeling, Tanner, that Jimmy Garoppolo is on their radar, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, really? who, who Robert Sala worked with, knowed on the team, right? Knew yeah. all about the offensive coordinator, Worked with Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco, right? He already knows the offense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Boat says no. They said no to a trade for Elijah Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Wilson has a whole fan base against him now. Basically, yeah. Um, Jimmy G has to be a top choice of free agency. That's what Boat says here. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think Jimmy G, the Jets won't be the only team that's interested in Jimmy. Uh, one that, you know, but I think uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and the Jets is a, will be a really good marriage, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. because they, I mean, the, the fits are there, you know what I mean? The, he knows how to run that offense. You want to, you want to get him there to the offense and, uh, everything. Uh, with that, you know, you want somebody, sometimes you don't want to change up the system when somebody's really good in a system, right? Like somebody yeah. that's really good, like, and then you're going to be put him in the same system. So he's going to be successful because he knows the system, right? And he, he, you, could, he, he could even help the OC there. But what do you think about this? If the Packers keep Aaron Rodgers, a lot of people are saying, obviously, Jordan Love is probably going to request a trade. Right. You see a quarterback, a young quarterback like Jordan Love, who still is unproven, really, or or maybe a guy. Let's say the 49ers stick with Brock Purdy. What do you yeah. think Trey Lance was is going to do if he loses his starting job? You think these are possibilities? I think I think Trey Lance and uh, would stay in San Francisco because he's not a guy that could come up and really want to be traded, even though he is a high pick like Zach Wilson. I mean, yeah. it's somebody they could – he's still under contract with them, so I think that they could really keep on, uh, you know, just have the two there and let them battle out. You know what I mean? I think that would be fun. True that. But I, I think Jimmy G, though, I don't think he'll stay in San Francisco after this year. I think that they've mentioned that they'd like to have him, you know, in the right circumstance. But, you know, he's going to – he's actually played his way now – into an opportunity. Now I'm going to break some, not really break something, but like I'm going to throw this rumor out there really quick. And that can, things like that can really, uh, spike up things in new England. Okay. Is okay. Yeah. Check this out is Trent Brown who played with the 49ers previously. Mm-hmm. Right. But not sure. I don't think, I don't know if he played with Jimmy, but one of the things he said this week, now he has a quarterback there already, a Matt Jones. He is the starting offensive lineman, right? And he said that he he would be down for Jimmy Garoppolo as the New England starting quarterback. So He said that? that? Yeah, and that's not, you know what I mean? Like, that's interesting, right? Because – Yes, you know that the Patriots will probably love Jimmy. Yeah, right. The there, I I think the Patriots, if they, I, but I don't think they're going to move on from Matt Jones so early. I, I mean, I think Matt Jones honestly is put in a bad situation with Matt Patricia calling plays. 
Matt, right. Yeah, Matt Patricia needed to be gone yesterday. I mean, it's a terrible situation there for sure. He had a better rookie season uh, under Josh McDaniels as OC, and I think it's clear that that's making a difference. Um, need an OC in there. I don't think they need to go to Jimmy unless uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's open to like working with Matt Jones or something like that. Uh, but yeah. I think I think like you could keep Zach Wilson and pay him. Right, and have Jimmy Garoppolo not only start there, but mentor him. Right, I think it's a very good situation if you brought Jimmy on. Yeah, I understand. That. Yeah, and Boat says here it's too soon to move on from Mac without, like you said, a better offensive coordinator. Yeah, they definitely need a true-minded offensive coordinator in New England, not a previous defensive play caller. Calling your offensive plays makes no sense. Uh, he's already failed as a head coach, and that was clear with the Detroit Lions. And now he's calling your offense. It makes no sense in New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, with the, the Jets and Zach Wilson, I don't think they're going to – I think they'll have him on the roster next season. But I think, like you said, it might be Jimmy G or another veteran quarterback that may be uh, mentoring uh, Zach Wilson or Mike White, you know. Yeah, one of the things you want to think about, too, Zach Wilson, like, getting back to the Jets fan base, is Zach Wilson will ha- is going to have a very hard time in the locker room, the situation that he's in um, to win that locker room that's talking about it on the post-game show at Amazon Prime. Like, yeah. is ver- one time you can get benched and we're getting a locker room, and they even said on that they ain't never seen nobody – get bitched twice and regain a locker room no I, <laughs> dude yeah i've like i said i've never heard that amount of booze every single snap um for a quarterback and he just does not looking good at all it, it was like i don't know i don't see him regaining this jets fan base mm-hmm. and and to me zach wilson is the kind of guy even if he has back-to-back good good games which would be just decent games for most quarterbacks but a solid performance for zach wilson even if he has those games back to back to back you can't rely on that game after game he's already shown you that he cannot stay consistent he's had yeah. good games but he can't stay consistent yeah could you imagine if he uh, played for the eagles i'm just gonna throw this out there if he played for the eagles and it was snowing uh they actually threw snowballs at santa claus Right, <laughs> so they would definitely be pelting Zach Wilson with snowballs. Oh man, no, that would have been that would have been bad too. And you know, San Francisco could have taken Mac Jones or Zach Wilson, but they went with Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, Boat says Zach would learn a lot about professionalism at the quarterback position from Jimmy. Oh, for sure. But here's the thing: is like I don't think Jimmy jimmy's not gonna go somewhere next season to be a backup or anything he might be a mentor and he might look forward to being a mentor but he's going to be a starting quarterback so zach wilson's going to have to be okay and he's got to learn by now like you're going to be he's bitched i mean i don't think i don't think he's i don't think he's going any like you know i'm saying he's going to be on the jets next season but he's going to be benched and we heard uh robert sala say last night that this isn't the last that you'll see zach wilson but yeah, I don't know I, why. I don't I'm know why. Sh- I'm sure that that did not sit well with Jets fans. No, and it's going to put Salah here. Here's Salah. Here's the Jets fan base. He's going to be on the hot seat, man. He's just putting himself on the hot seat by continuing to trust Zach Wilson. Like, you've got to – I don't know. Yeah, and he, he says if Jets go after Jimmy Garoppolo, it's going to be uh, quarterback one. That's the That's the exact – that's the mm-hmm. point, yeah. Is J- Jimmy G is not looking to be a backup anymore, especially next season at that stage in his career. He'll probably be like 34, 35 years old maybe. So, like, I don't know. He, he ain't looking to be a backup. He, he'll have and, options. you got to be able to sell him when he goes. You're going to have to be able to sell him on a good situation. And at this point right now, it doesn't even look like if Zach Wilson had a mentor that he's going to get better. Like, I just don't know who could mentor him that's going to make him so much more consistent. You know what I'm saying? Unless it was like a true Hall of Fame caliber quarterback like Aaron Rodgers or, or, or a Tom Brady, you know, someone like that. 
Um, he was in bad was standing last night, Tanner. Let me tell you how, when you talk about bad standing, I mean, uh, one yeah. of the big bad standings that you're looking at, he was, he's actually in the interception realm of based upon his starts. He's in the interception realm of Ryan Leaf for the most really? interceptions. So that's uh, not great company. Hey, I, you know what I saw this morning is, you know, how was it Jamarcus Russell? Was it with the Titans? I want to say uh, Raiders. Or, uh, the Raiders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With the Raiders. He has like comparable stats to, to Jamarcus Russell right now through the yeah. first two. Jamarcus seasons. Russell. Uh, I'm going to say Jamarcus Russell's probably got more talent, had more talent than Zach Wilson. Right. The had reason, feeling, yeah. the reason why is because his arm, He's got a, a a big live arm, like he probably you know he struggled with the like the shorter throws. Zach Wilson's probably better in that, but they're they're going to be the same problem there, right? Is they yeah. both had talent, but above their shoulders is the problem, right? Above their shoulders is the problem. Like that's there's a lot of NFL quarterbacks that's got talent, right? But yeah, it's that head game, right? Is going to be the major thing. You got uh, like the understanding where everybody's at, understand the defense. That one throw that he made last night, like he was where like, he overthrew know, that receiver in the midfield. Yeah, well, that was one, but then I mean, at one time, you know, that deep pass, I'm just gonna throw it up in oh, a double yeah. coverage and just hope Garrett Wilson can catch it. Oh, dude, that was terrible. And that was that wasn't even the throw before halftime, was it? That was the one that was like the dropped interception. Yeah, Zach going to be the new Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says Zach's going to be the new Baker Mayfield, and he says here, Jamarcus Russell had an amazing arm strength, but nothing for brains. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, they're they, they're having a very comparable start to their careers. Um, we'll, we'll just say that. Um, but let's move on a little bit here, and let's talk about Trevor Lawrence what Doug Peterson is doing with Trevor Lawrence. I didn't expect this kind of jump in his second year, mm -hmm. especially these last, like, what, six, seven weeks. Uh, and here, man says Duval. So we, it looks like we got a Jaguars fan listening right now. Man. Yeah, we love, welcome, hey, welcome. we love our Jags fans, right? Love yeah, our do. Jags fans. I've got I've, I had somebody the other day that's like, hey, you got to get more Jaguars content on here. Well, we'll def we're definitely – we Yeah, we're definitely uh, doing that. And – Trevor Lawrence has done some big things, right? And uh, yeah, we we really like. I really like what Trevor Lawrence has done, and he has showed that he's the number number one uh, guy there. And one of one of the things, I'll be honest, one of the things here I was looking at last night when we were doing analytics, and it was brought up in a show. We done our analytics, and I, I know probably. Amazon Prime did theirs, but the Jets have a six percent chance to make the playoffs now. <clears throat> after after a great start, they were and they've lost five of their last six. So you know that fan oh, yeah. base is pretty pretty ripe right now this morning. And uh, the other thing is uh, the the Jags are now. Uh, one game out from the Titans, pretty much. They could be in a tie if the Titans lose this week. And one yeah. of the in another part of it, you want to think about the Jaguars have now a 52% chance to make the playoffs. 52? Yeah, 52. So they're wow. over the 50% uh, part. Well, they're playing way better than, I mean, here's the thing I've always said about the Titans. They're a pain in the butt, but they're not a Super Bowl caliber team. And people keep saying that they are year after year. And I'm like, dude, no, they're not. They're not a good team. And they're showing that this year. And I think it's showing the vulnerabilities of Mike Vrabel. I don't think he's that great of a head coach. People can get mad at me all they want about that. But I'm just saying they're not a Super Bowl caliber team. They're hardly a playoff team. But the Jaguars right now are showing that they are, you know, a, a playoff caliber team at the moment. And they can really take over the uh, AFC South there. Um, Boat says that Trevor Lawrence is still a question mark to him. And then man is saying we will make the playoffs, and I, by we he means the Jaguars. Yeah, definitely. I get. I you know honestly, I I got a feeling the Jags might make the playoffs as well. You know, and I understand Trevor Lawrence being a question mark, but I think you know 
honestly, for me, I think, you know, he's kind of proved that because you're you're looking at 16 touchdowns last seven games. Titans, yeah. uh, I'll be honest, the Titans are got a rookie quarterback now, right? The rest of the season. Titans has got a rookie quarterback rest of the season. Yes, but they did sign somebody else here recently. That's Tannehill. Josh Dobbs, yes. Yeah, he but he's he's not going to start. They're they're going to go with Malik Willis, right? He's just going to be a backup. Yeah. Malik yeah. Willis can he prove that he can do it? Titans, you know they got your guy there from Arkansas, the yeah, number one Burks. pick. Yep. Uh, honestly, they're I mean, man, they're 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 tough at receiver after AJ Brown. You know they lost. They lost AJ Brown. You know they've got Traylon Burks, and then they got another rookie who's really stepped up. But dude, they're just not a passing attack team. They got Derrick Henry, who's good at rushing for two yards every attempt, and he'll maybe occasionally break off a twenty-plus yard run. But they stacked the box, and they're not worried about that team passing the ball because they've shown no threat passing the ball. The only the only good thing you're going to have with Malik Willis that you can put in is it's definitely something good. I'm going to tell you one is the zone run, right? Because that defensive end now has to read either Derrick Henry or Malik Willis. If they don't read it, I mean Malik Willis is going to run down the field on them with the touchdown, right? It's just an option. That's what they're going to do, bro. It's just these like little RPOs or or. What do they call them now? Or run pass run options? I mean, that's what it's going to be. Um, and I do think that starting Malik Willis opens up a whole other playbook for this team. And I think that's the direction that they need to go. Um, and Tana Hill's already in danger of missing the rest of the season. They're already talking like he is. It's going to be yeah. Malik Willis the rest of the way. That's what we've heard. We've heard uh, that Tana Hill won't be back. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's going to be. Um, here it says, is Trevor Lawrence better than Geno Smith or the same tier? Gosh, Geno's had a good year. I'll be honest. Geno's had a really year. good year. And, you know, he, he's somebody that people want, right? Like, he's somebody that's going to get paid, whether it's Seattle or somebody else, right? He's going to get paid no matter what. Seattle's yeah. already talking about extension to him. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence, he's got way more ceiling than Geno Smith. I th- yeah, way more ceiling. Gino's already in his tenth season. Uh, he's having the best season of his career, and he's right now having one of the best seasons in out of any quarterback. But Trevor Lawrence, number one overall pick, uh, only twenty three years old, and, yeah, and he's got a lot. Ceiling. He's just got so much more ceiling. He's so much younger. So many more weapons right now, and the team is on the rise. Meanwhile, the Seahawks are kind of just stagnant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, He's faster than Gino, just like Boats is saying. Uh, Man says he's got a quicker release. That's true. He's got one of the quickest releases in the NFL at the moment hey. between him and Tom Brady and someone else. Well, check this out. I'm going to bring it. My man done a great job there talking about that. Yes, I want to I want to tell you something that they was talking about last night. And this is a problem with Urban Meyer and his staff, right? Our, uh, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence had the 28th quickest release last season. Right, and Doug Peterson actually worked with him and his staff to now give him the second quickest release. He changed up his mechanics to be quicker. And yeah. Joe Barrow and Tom Brady, Joe Barrow's behind Trevor Lawrence, and Tom Brady's above him. I mean, that is the only he's in a top tier of three people with the quickest release in the NFL. That means he's not gonna get sacked a lot, right? You know, and I think that's uh. That's something, yeah, they for sure worked on. Because last year, didn't he, like, maybe besides Daniel Jones, like, lead the NFL in fumbles lost or something? Well, yeah, I mean, that's some part of his game he's going to keep on working on, you know, making sure he holds the ball tight. But, you know, one of the things that uh, last year, he was getting sacked a lot because he was holding the ball a little longer. But now he's got that quick release, and it's, it's a big thing, you know what I mean? It's a really big, really big thing. And the quicker release even helps with, Things like fumbling the ball it gives you less time to hold on to the ball, which means less sacks, which means less fumbles. Mm-hmm. I think and you think, think about the Jaguars, they didn't even have their number one pick last night. That defensive tackle, he was out. Oh, uh, Te- Trayvon Walker, yep, Trayvon he didn't, Walker. he didn't even play last night. So, 
I mean, you know, he and he's a very talented defensive tackle, so they didn't even have him uh, last night, and uh, they. But you know what? He's not even. I haven't even heard much about him being a number one overall pick, and he wasn't really projected to be until like really close to the draft. He just climbed the leaderboards. Well, I'm going. You know, I'll let Man comment on this. Uh, Do you? uh, I'll ask him a question. Right? Is do you think that uh, they made a mistake not picking Aiden Hutchins? Who, Aiden Hutchinson? I do. I do. I think they should have went with Aiden myself. I think yeah, I think they should have gone with anyone but Walker, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Walker had a big a bigger ceiling is what it is. Walker, they, they seen some things at Georgia, like he's from my area. And yeah. they, they seen some different things going on there. And that that's the reason they invest him, because they seen some – the some comparisons to like he was comped to a lot of people like um coming out one of the scouts comped him to Aaron Donald. Now, I don't necessarily agree to that, but you oh, know. for sure, yeah. I mean, that's a big comparison, yeah. Uh, so, like, I think that's what like got a, people excited, right? About you, know. yeah. Uh, let's see, Boat says, What's the Jaguar ceiling this season, divisional round? Well, I'll Maybe. be honest, when you get in the dance, anything can happen. Yeah, playoffs are totally unpredictable. I mean this year everybody's so close together. This year is not like they're a definite number one team. They really ain't. The Bills has showed the best. The Bills and Chiefs has showed like they're you know, one of the better teams. But they're I mean, they have lost to teams too. They lost to the Jets. Right? The Bills yeah. did. So uh I want you to think about that and uh, one of the biggest things is like there's nobody that is ahead above anybody else. So I'm going to tell you, if you can get in the playoffs, anything can happen. I want to talk about this one real quick. The Detroit Lions, right? Dude, yeah, they're hot. They, they traded for Jared Goff and everybody, you know, said whatever about Jared Goff. And, but Jared Goff is now – they're going. They they announced they're going forward. Jared Goff. I, I I like the move. Jared Goff. If you look at his statistics over the starts that he has, he's like in the top five in the NFL in yep. in in yards, right? Yep. Uh, passing. So Jared Goff. What you end up doing is trading for Jared Goff, and you're going to get a top five, at least a top five pick. From Matthew Stafford, which nobody ever thought about, right? That you're going to be adding. And if you go and add yep. the Alabama defensive end in there with Aiden, you're going to have two bookends for the next 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've set themselves up real nice. They already got a real nice receiving core. They got uh, St. Brown. They got, uh, you know, they Jamison Williams. They got DJ they got Chark Williams back. DJ Chark. They got nice. Don't thing. they have like a Josh Reynolds? I want to say as like yeah, yeah. He's fourth like a fourth. Yeah, he's a fourth receiver who played with the Rams as well. Uh, but like one of those things is Jared Goff has really played well. So the Lions, everybody's rooting for the Lions to get in. You know, almost everybody's doing that. So I really think that if Jared Goff, you know, they get in, they're gonna. Nobody wants to play them in the NFC when they get in because they score Dude. a lot of points. Yeah, they and to, I think it was like the first six or seven games of the season, the Lions were leading the NFL in points per game, pass yards per game. Jared Goff was behind all of that. Yeah. The only thing holding them back was that defense, and they have really buckled down the last like four or five weeks. Definitely. Uh, Aaron Glenn has, has done a stellar job kind of – he made some kind of adjustment, man. He made some adjustment there. Yeah, um, I'm going to jump uh, in real quick, Tanner, if you don't mind, to some yeah. NFL rumors, right, real quick. Okay. Right, so what we're going to do is, uh, go, you know, talk about a lot of these rumors. Uh, number one, Rob Gronkowski came out and said, hey, he was a little bored. He said uh, he went on a podcast a little bit later there with Kay that. Adams, and yeah. he said, uh, you know, two teams already contacted him about yeah. playing. So... I do know, I do know for a fact that he said he previously that the Eagles reach out to him right before. So, you know, there are going to be teams that re- I definitely, Rob Gronkowski, people don't just throw flyers to be throwing them against the wall, in my opinion. 
right? So that is something, you know, just to keep a lookout. Not saying Rob will you play this year, right? But, you know, I'm sure Tom Brady was on the phone when he heard that. He's like, dude, I need you, right? Yeah, and, he, never, he never told which two teams it was either. But no. You got to no, think the Bucks is one of them. Definitely. Like, it could be a big difference in their in their game if they could bring in Rob Gronkowski. So we'll have to see what happens there. Um, another one is uh, – this week, Odell Beckham Jr. has kind of slowed down a lot. Like, yeah. a lot of his stuff slowed down a lot. But the Ravens reach out to him. The Ravens reach out to him and talk to him about what that would look like, what that would look like playing and uh, for, for Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore desperately needs him. They just lost David, uh, David DuVernay. But they, they end up signing – Sammy Watkins, but none of those yeah. players that they had there are what we classify as a number one wide receiver, right? So Odell Beckham uh, Jr. did talk to the Ravens. Uh, he has left the uh, Giants as one of those teams as well he keeps in contact with. But um, here in the Dallas Cowboys is kind of backed off with them. Um, also, it sounds uh, like everyone kind of has. Uh, yeah, well, he's not even going to play this season. Yeah, like, uh, you know, it sounded like he was going to play. Then all of a sudden, it, you know, then he's not going to play. Like, I think it kind of soured a few people on him. But the Ravens are a team that, you know, did talk to him, you know, looked at the situations. And I think uh, that's just something that you have to always, you got to monitor him going into the playoffs. This is where you have to monitor him. Right now, nothing's going to happen, right? But right. you got to monitor him going into playoffs. Like the definition ring chaser, you hate to give that to somebody, right? But if somebody gets into the playoffs and wins a game, they you might see Odell Beckham Jr. name come back up, right, as somebody. Hey Tanner, I, I think you uh, muted there. I don't, I don't hear you, good sir. Well, it looks like Tanner's working out some uh, technical difficulty, and uh, so we'll we'll just uh, we'll just keep on uh, talking about uh, some of these guys. Is uh, we'll keep on working out the rumors here. Is uh, one of the other names that we've heard a lot is you know Aaron Rodgers could end up uh, you know moving on. We'll have to see if that happens, right? Aaron Rodgers. I don't know about that one. You know, there are a lot of speculation, but there's a lot of teams I feel that would be interested in including the Jets uh, if if something happened. He knows the offense as well in New York. So uh, that will be interesting to see if Aaron Rodgers comes in and uh, does anything there or, or moves on in the offseason. So that's some rumors that we got as well. And uh, one of those uh, – other ones that we we might we've been hearing a lot of is um when, when you're when you're looking at the when you're looking at a lot of those quarterback situations like i think i think they're like the panthers i think that's another team that you know definitely could be interested in jimmy garoppolo the the carolina panthers would definitely be there so i feel that he that will be a, a big one as well. Still can't hear you, my man. Yeah, uh, but we'll keep on going with it and uh, let Tanner work some stuff out there. So, uh, Jets should trade Wilson in a third to Baltimore for Jackson. Lamar Jackson, definitely, listen, I, 
I, I was going to talk about that, man. Lamar Jackson, I feel, is, you know, I know he's injured, but you don't have him from extension-wise. I had a follower make a good point. Like, would Lamar Jackson be playing if he had some guaranteed money on the extension? Possibly. Right? I'm not sure he would. I know he's injured. But I, I have to think that Lamar, I mean, the Baltimore is going to take care of Lamar Jackson. They had a history of not overpaying for people. It'll be interesting what happens if Lamar Jackson is opened up in a trade, if Lamar Jackson stays with the Ravens. You know, they have a history, though, of not overpaying for people. So it will be interesting to see what happens. And their offensive coordinator, I know the Raven fans will love this, but uh, there is a good possibility that their offensive coordinator will move on probably possibly to a college job in the offseason. So that's something that when you're looking at that, I think that is uh, pretty big with that. So I think – I think that's a, a possibility of them moving on. So that is uh, an interesting thing to look at, right, is I, I feel that uh, the Baltimore could have some big changes coming up. Yep. Hey, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Tanner's back with us. I don't know what the heck happened, but I had to I had to switch uh, microphones back to the uh, this one. I just didn't want a microphone in my face this whole time. But my no bad worries. about that. That's some technical yeah. difficulties. Yeah, so we was just talking about, you know, uh, some of that and uh, some of the rumors out there. Not a not a ton right now, but, you know, definitely uh, we're going to keep on monitoring. Definitely you want to tune in to us throughout the offseason, and we're going we're gonna to keep you up to date with all the rumors and all the signings. And, you know, we always have a pre – uh, we have a pre-signing, uh, pre-rumor well, after the season where we uh, project people. And our projections actually have been featured on ESPN. Mm -hmm. So uh, definitely uh, there are projections. Uh, the, I think we was about 87% projected last season with free agents, which was pretty good. Wow, that's terrific. Yeah. yeah. So we had a, a lot of big projections there. So uh, – you know, keep on the lookout for our projections. We're even thinking about doing a newsletter on projections. So, uh, definitely, okay, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, so definitely we're thinking about that and uh, got some things going on there. Uh, we want to talk about just the rookies real quick before we get into fantasy football because we know it's very important, fantasy football with the playoffs. The rookies, uh, Sauce Gardner, who he's been really, really good. He still had a decent game last night. They went after him a little bit more. They did. Uh, Trevor Lawrence did. Uh, Tariq Woolen, even though um, he's still playing really well, even though uh, when when they played uh, uh, the Niners, I remember that game. Uh, Brandon Iuk, who he he was at, uh, covering the whole game, I only had less than twenty yards. So Tariq <laughs> Woolen done a really really good job in that game, despite the 49ers taking control of that game. Uh, Tariq Woolen's one of our top rookies. You know, he, he's one of the top corners out there. Got much respect. He worked with Richard Sherman in the offseason. Richard Sherman was around the Seahawks facility and really, uh, really uh, helped him. He, Richard Sherman's been a really good coach. He showed up with the Bucks, Bucks saying that, you know, he done a really good job. Niners saying he did a good job uh, coaching up their secondary, and Tariq Woolen says the same. So that could be a future for Richard Sherman later on. Sauce yeah, just, and and another one I want to talk about. Yeah, and sauces. He says sauces dope. That's who I wanted the Jags to get at number one. Yeah, that would have been a great pick for the Jags. Yeah. Imagine, imagine having him uh, there with that top free agent they got uh, last season. You know, so with Seattle, so uh, that at corner, his name just ain't in my who, who, mind with right the now. Jaguars. Yeah. That, well, well then, see, that's something to think about with the Jags right now, right? They lost yeah. their number one corner for the season. Who was that? Uh, his name's uh, – I know they name, picked up Darius Williams from the Rams. Oh, they got a they got they got a shutdown corner. I just got a uh, I got to think of his name just really really quick. Uh, was it Griffin? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, Griffin. yeah. From you got Griffin there, uh, 
for, from uh, the Seattle, who a lot of people went oh, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, in free gotcha. agents. So yep. my apologies for forgetting that name. Well, that's okay. No, I yeah. forgot too. You got yeah. a lot of players to keep up with if you cover all thirty-two teams. Yeah. So uh, Griffin though is really good, right? Griffin's really good. He he even praised Jaguars for coming in, get him, and talk to him about uh, you know what they wanted there. Uh, yeah. So. But the Jaguars, you know, are playing without their number one corner doing this. You know what I mean? So that's another another big thing when you when you're looking at that. So imagine putting him with sauce. I mean, and you're 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 gonna have two corners for a long time. You would, right? have, yeah, you would have been uh, a really good dropped, duo. Jags dropped the ball, in my opinion. Jags are doing great. I don't. I I, I like the Jags. Don't get me wrong. Jags are. Definitely one of my one of my teams, hot teams, and I really like them going in right now. It, but you know, I I do think that Trent Balky dropped the ball in the number one pick. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I I totally one hundred percent agree with that, and I agreed when they picked him too. Um, and I think in a few years they're going to be in cap space hell for sure, with the amount of money that they spent in the yeah. off season. Well, um, I think I think the good thing though is I think. Uh, Trent Balky is pretty good at managing the cap. I will give him credit there, though. Maybe he might he might have dropped the ball, but he went and signed. He's done a heck of a job. He he's been the I would say probably number one or number two at signing free agents. You know, in my oh, offseason. he probably had the best offseason for sure. But Eagles, I would say, had the best. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they still yeah. I feel like overpaid for Kirk 100. percent They changed the wide receiver market doing that. Um, while we're talking about Kirk, let's get let's move on to that fantasy football section, and then we'll roll out. Yep, yeah. So, uh, fan uh, fantasy football. What we're talking about is uh, so we got a lot of games going on. If you started Zay Jones last night, you was a little disappointed, right? We like Zay. Don't get me wrong, I like Zay. I watched him for the Raiders as well. You know, like him for the Jaguars. He's been like one of the hottest fantasy football players out there. He's been really playing well. He's like had 25, 30 some points. Just had a yeah. rough game last night because they, you know, the, the Jets has got some really nice corners out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence had a good game as well for the fantasy owners last night in the playoffs. So one of the things to monitor in the fantasy playoffs is the weather. The weather's going to sure. be a negative temperatures. Right. So that's something to monitor really, really big. Um, I really like the Dolphins running backs this week again. Really? I like Raheem Mostert or Jeff Wilson if you have them on your team. Because I think Dolphins are, are getting back to knowing that people has like found out some of the parts that they like doing in the RPO game. And, uh, you know, they, they've done a good job of kind of in the game plan of planning for Tua. But now I think Mike McDaniel has seen that he wants to run the ball more. And that is that is Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan's Ilmo is running the ball. And I think that he they're going to do that with Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. Going forward in the code as they get in the playoffs, you're going to see a lot more running the ball. Most teams Raheem. I think will, yeah. Um, I mean, because passing the ball and the cold, man, it's just – <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna suck. And and here Boats is saying he need for his fantasy playoffs, he needs Najee Harris to have a day. You know, well, Najee Harris, I think we'll have a day. I want to talk about I this real so quick. Too. Franco Harris, we really are real saddened about that. We got some stuff, great stuff on the page. If you not uh checked it out, please check it out. Um uh, but uh one of the one of the big things is we hate that act for Franco Harris. They said not only was he a great player. Uh, and done some great things for the Steelers, but he's a great man and a mentor. Najee Harris said he meant so much to him, a great mentor. I think Najee Harris will want to come out and have the best game. And I think he will season. too, considering Kenny Pickett's yeah. coming off a concussion and, and Mitch Trubisky not playing well. I think that Najee Harris can really can really have a good day. Uh, he needs to turn into that back that they really need there. They need to bolster up that offensive yeah he, he's been offseason. doing better though Najee's been doing better so uh definitely I think he's going to have a big game this week um I would say Justin Fields definitely look for Justin Fields again running the ball Def look at those Bears running backs too in the cold there in Chicago uh Montgomery H Herbert 
both of those guys is definitely if you've got those guys, I really, I, I really Herbert's coming back too from IR, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, right. One of the things we didn't mention in rumor statement, I'm sorry to jump back a little bit on mm-hmm. that, but uh, Chase Young coming back, we actually reported that early in the week that Chase Young had a good possibility of playing uh, this week. And he, oh, yeah. And, and they announced it yesterday that he would be playing. So Chase Young will be playing. Uh, we got Chase and Nick Bosa both playing uh, uh, the, the Ohio State uh, where they yeah. play college. So definitely – Will be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Cardinals, listen, D Hop. Oh, let me talk about. It. I love D Hop. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if you've got somebody else you want to play for D Hop. Normally, I say D Hop is net. Always, always go to D Hop, right? But you got Trace McSorley playing this week. Yeah, it's I'm, no good. That quarterback situation right now is no good. Yeah, I'm I'm a little iffy if you got him, right? I'm I'm actually playing somebody in the playoffs this week that's got DeAndre Hopkins and they told me they were worried, right? As well. And I agree with them, right? Is they they were worried uh, you know uh, if you got Joe Burrow, definitely I feel good for you, Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling real good on that one. Uh Yeah, you know what? Hopkins, I think he'll have a tough time. In the rest of fantasy, I think I so do. too. Yeah, but he I really do. is the only option there, receiving wise. Like he's really he's the number one guy there. So it's going to be a gamble if you want to play Hopkins or not. We also want to look at the Saints. They've ruled out uh, rookie wide receiver Chris Olave and receiver yeah. Jarvis Landry. So you guys are going to have to look at replacements for Olave as well. I don't know if anyone has even been playing Landry this year, so. Yeah, something to meet you too, Tanner. Garrett Wilson is on pace to go well over a thousand yards as mm-hmm. receiving. We we uh, forgot to mention that one, but Garrett Wilson is definitely uh, somebody that has had a great rookie season. I know he had a, a wild fumble last night, but he's had a great <laughs> rookie season and stuff like that. But it, it's really good. Brandon Ayuk, I, I agree with you, Brandon Ayuk. I have him starting in my league, right? I think Brandon Ayuk could have a, a good one. George Kittle, if you got George Kittle, you could be looking to Brock Purdy. He's been tearing it up. Yeah, you got the Commanders. They're playing the Commanders this week. So uh, looking at looking at that, I like George Kittle as well this week. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's been on a tear. If you got McCaffrey, mm-hmm. he's a must start. Um, you know, with the Panthers win out, they win the division. Yeah, and that's why the Bucks need help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Bucks are two games under five hundred in first place, right? So that's kind of crazy. Man. Yeah, so if you got that Carolina running back for sure too, Dante Foreman. That, yep, you got to go with them, right? You got to go with. Them. You know, I I think they're gonna feed them the rock. You know, yeah, uh, I, I do yeah. too. I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing there. Tanner, are there any other just fantasy people that just jump off the? Man, Good here's out. the thing: is I didn't make the playoffs in both my leagues. I missed the oh playoffs, so What's I'm upset. I know. Uh, I made the playoffs in both my leagues. I know. <laughs> this is the first time I have not made the playoffs, and and it's because the it happened. I know, man. It's dude. The- it's got to be. It's like a. It's a. It's a mentality thing. The the Packers aren't doing good. I don't do good. Uh, but I had Chris Olave. He's out. Um, Maybe keep your eye on Kenneth Walker and his status. I do think he's going to play. He played last week, and he hasn't been participating in practice this week, but um, I think he's going to be good to go. Um, I like Josh Jacobs as well. Yeah, he's been a stud all year, honestly. Yeah, I like so. Josh J- Jacobs against the Steelers' defense. I like I like that. I think you both of the running backs is going to be, um, I think, very strong in that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I like both of those. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh, Tony Dude, uh, Pollard, Derrick like Henry, him. right now versus the Texans. He's rushed for over two hundred yards, like two times. There in you row go. There him. you go. Derrick so. Henry and the run pass option game too with their Titans quarterback could yeah. open up even more. Yeah, and yeah. they're gonna probably ride with the run game a little bit more just because he's a rookie quarterback. They won't. They don't want to make some mistakes him passing the ball too much. Yep, you got it. You got it. Um, let me see. I just got one more. I've got uh, some of my fantasy list that I put together for the program. 
Okay. Let me just take a look. I got one more I want to go over. Um, Devontae Adams, I must start as well. Devontae oh, for sure. Adams, for sure. I know that's, you know, if you got him, you're going to start him for sure. But he, the, the Steelers have uh, the one of the worst secondary ranked in the NFL. Yeah. So he could end up going off for a big game. Uh, one of the other ones I want to talk about is the last one's Donovan People Jones. He's my big sleeper in fantasy. I had I him, him on my list too. Yeah, I got him. Uh, the last three week fantasy weeks is 16, 16.8, and 11.50. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, the last five weeks, Tanner, is 13, 15, 5, 16, 16, 11. Yeah, my, my last five weeks for People Jones was 17, 3.6. 13.4, 20.4, You got to think about him being the number one option there. I think Amari Cooper's still out. And and they did bring up um, Dalen Baldwin as well, but I don't know if he'll be getting, you know, the priority amount of targets. But, yeah, I think Peoples-Jones is a good, good definitely. Uh, he's yeah. got upside, could be a flex play. Let, let me talk about Jeff Wilson and uh, Raheem Moser just real quick, right? And, yeah. But, and then uh, we'll try to – uh, you know, see if we got anything to end on and wrap it up. Is Green Bay has given up the seventh most fantasy points this season to running backs. So Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert, I look for I look I look for a big game. Which one of them is getting the most carries though? That's your gonna be your thing, right? Like that's gonna yeah. be your thing. It's whoever. I'm sure you don't have them in both leagues, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in the same league, if you do, you're probably pretty lucky. But, you know, I would say Raheem Mostert. I like. You think Raheem he's going to be the number one guy? Yeah. I like. I like him. Uh, Miles Sanders had a really rough uh, game against the Bears last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cowboys has gave the second fewest fantasy points to running backs. I don't. I don't feel good about Miles Sanders this week. I don't either. I never have. I don't like Miles Sanders. I don't like the Eagles running game. So yeah, he's had a good year though. He's got had a thousand yard duration. Yeah, it's the first time in his career he's done it though. I just don't trust their running game at all. Yeah. If you have, have a defense, I like San Francisco, right? If you got a defense, uh, oh yeah, for yeah, sure. You, they're I, they're a lock every week right now. Yeah, I like San Francisco's defense really well. Uh, I like the Titans' defense too this week. Who are they playing? The Texans. Oh, that's right. The Texans, yeah. So, But the Texans have been battling uh, for the last two or three weeks. They've been putting up some good numbers and, and going to the wire. I want, I want to talk about this as we're getting ready to close. Like, I understand why you the Jets put in the fourth, you know, for their spark, right? Robert mm-hmm. Sala said they put it in to help the running game. Because the Jets, actually, from my friends at NFL Numbers, uh, they they had actually said that they had the the worst first type rushing in twenty years, right? So that is I understand that, right? But you have yeah. Joe Blacko, right? You have Joe, a proven quarterback, right? A proven quarterback, and rather than putting somebody in that's not proven, right? Joe Flat, and you was only two scores down. Why in the world didn't you give Joe Flacco a chance? Well, that's like he's been third or fourth on the depth chart like several times this season. Yeah, that's so. crazy, though. Like, I know that he can get the ball. To, you know what? And let me tell you somebody that called out this. Or it's our guy, Elijah Moore. He was like, Joe oh, yeah. Flacco. He's like, I, I, he, it's all he says is Joe Flacco. That's, I mean, he did win I mean? a Super Bowl. Yeah, but this I mean, was you know over a decade ago and everything. But, true, but when they kept, when he when he's came in, like I know he's had that one bad game when he came in, but before that, like he 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 done well when he came in. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I it is weird. I know he doesn't have the legs, and he's in his middle mid thirties, and he can't run like these other guys, but he can move the ball, you know. And yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, he's like. You think he'd be coming in, but no, they put they plug in some other guy. It doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah, that's being on the pretty much. It's being on the kind of feel bad for Flacco. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too, man. I, Joe Flacco would have probably been a really good addition for like a team 
like you know if somebody got hurt in the playoffs yeah you know what i mean he he would have been i feel that he would have been really 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 good and uh i i feel bad for that you know what i mean i I think Joe Flacco would have been the better choice last night. I like. Don't get me wrong. I love Robert Saylor. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I love. Him. He was one of my favorite defensive coaches. But I think uh, I would. I would have liked to see Joe Flacco. In the yeah, head coaching wise, I think you still got to think some things through and play to win. I don't know if Strevler was the way like to win, AJ Brown too. And a lot of people saying they they're benching Brown. No way for me. Gardner Minshew. It's being hot as fire. The last uh, two starts he's had, he's had 428 yards, four touchdowns. Gardner Minshew's also a good pickup this week. Yeah, especially since Hertz is out. You got to pick up Gardner Minshew. I think he's a solid play. Yep, there you go. I mean, we we provided hopefully a win for your fantasy playoffs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hope so, so. Yeah. One of the things, a few things to look out for this week, just want to – I'll let you guys know Justin Jefferson needs 10 yards to break Randy Moss's single season record. Really? Yep. So uh, that's a very, very interesting thing to look at. Huh. That's a really great record. And Justin Jefferson is also going for the record of Calvin Johnson. So he's still in range there. So there are two, two big dogs there, Randy Moss and Calvin Johnson, that Justin Jefferson can Two really, of the best in history, man. Yeah. Randy Moss, I didn't know if anybody was going to beat this, but the only thing he needs is 10 yards. He's definitely going to get it this week. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Randy Moss definitely uh, won the best. I've actually, uh, you know, I actually got to speak to Randy Moss a couple times. And, really? Uh, yep. And Rand, he's a really nice guy. Really nice guy. You know, uh, we, we've talked, we chatted a couple times and, He's really uh, a really good guy, you know. So uh, I, I know that he'll be very happy for Justin Jefferson. So, Justin Jefferson, I, I released a top ten wide receiver list yesterday, and Justin Jefferson was at number one. Yeah, Justin so. Jefferson's so good, man. Dave Devin Duvernay is going to hurt a lot of people in, in the fantasy playoffs because he does kick returns. A lot of people had him starting, so you'll have to look at some different options probably if you've got Devin Duvernay there. I would suggest our guy from the Browns, Peoples you, Jones. Yep, if you don't, if he if he's available, I know a yep. lot of teams he's not going to be available. Hey, Kenneth Walker, we heard yesterday, we'll go, we'll go. So. uh for your fantasy playoff, make sure you got Kenneth Walker in there. Yep. Yep. That's what I had to. All right. All right. I think any anything else, Tanner, any like thing on your on your on your mind that you wanna you wanna voice to the fans? No, I think we covered everything really. Um just want to say thank you guys and happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Um, and I hope everyone has just a great Great holiday, uh, and just stay safe out there. And uh, let's wrap it up. Anything you want to add? Final words? Well, yeah, I just want to say I hope everybody has a blessed holiday, a happy holiday, and uh, we're so thankful for you. You know, and, and and we always try to keep everything positive. And you know, uh, I, I'm a really positive person, and uh, I I really hope that your blessings for you and your family and everything that you know, you deserve for sure. And we thank all the amazing followers. We thank uh, all, all the great people that have done so much things for NFL rumors. I mean, we're growing so much. I mean, I actually uh, got somebody now hand on our website as well. So uh, you're going to see a lot more from the website. We got the podcast going with Tanner, who's a great host. You guys need to go and follow Tanner. He, he's he does a lot of great Thank things you. with in Instagram. Like he's he's my go to on Instagram, uh, so uh, I I really like uh, what he does, and uh, he's really good. He's worked with people like Josina Anderson, the thirty thirteen. Those are some big players in the game. He's worked with us with us for a long time, and uh, definitely he's he's somebody that is up and coming. I mean, we both know Jordan Schultz well, so. Uh, Definitely, we we uh, you know he, he definitely we we know some big players in the game, and uh, we just uh, definitely uh, thank you, and uh, de- and thank you for everything uh, making Absolutely. NFL rumors successful. Um, you know, definitely small beginnings for us, 
now we're at 187,000 followers. We get 155 million impressions a month. Definitely check us out if you ain't had a chance. See if you like like the content. And uh, definitely we'll be providing with all your rumors. We get all your rumors from around the web. Uh, all your rumors from all, uh, all of our contacts that we have in the league. So, uh, you know, just keep on the lookout for that. We also have a great analytics team that we do analytics for projections. So, you know, and the, like, like we said, been featured on ESPN and uh, some other avenues there. So uh, def- definitely we're just uh, happy to keep on growing, happy to keep on providing you uh, all the NFL coverage and, uh, you know, stay safe this holiday, stay warm. And uh, we just want to thank you. And, you know, uh, if if you're not following us, make sure you jump in there and follow us, you know what I mean? And turn on those notifications. That way we can keep you up to date. Make sure you comment. Let us know some things you'd like to – if you need something that you'd like to have changed, definitely. I have a thousand emails that come to me a day. Don't be afraid to go to my <laughs> website and email. You know what I mean? I, I definitely read them. You know what I mean? So – uh, so uh, again, I wish you the the best this holiday season, and, uh, Tanner. I wish you and your family the best, brother. You're, Thank you're you very a good much. one, man. Appreciate you very much. Um, yeah, guys, go check us out. We are all on all uh, all platforms when it comes to our podcast. I think iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, all those. We're on YouTube as well. Boats says, great show and Merry Christmas. Really appreciate the love and the support, man. Definitely. Definitely enjoyed the talk today. Yeah, I did you too. You and the man, for sure. Enjoyed the talk. Definitely. Like to see some more people jump in there and talk with us. We'd be more than happy to answer these questions. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we hope we can continue to build on that every single week. That's, the, that's fun when you have more people interacting. I think that uh, brightens everything and makes it better. Um, we're just at right now over an hour. So I'm going to play this outro guys. Thank you so much. Make sure you check us out on all audio platforms and uh, YouTube as well. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, NFL rumors on Twitter, um, and Tanner five for NFL on Twitter. Have a great Christmas, everybody. Thank you very, very much.